Give me a when. When? Give me a wrestlers. Wrestlers. Give me an act. Act. When wrestlers act. Go wrestlers act. Yeah. Hello and welcome to <laughs> When Wrestlers Act. We've just watched... Well, this, this is an interesting one because this is the first time on, on this podcast that we've returned to the same show. A few months ago, we'll, me and you reviewed an episode of Boy Meets World. Oh, yes. Starring Mick Foley. And it broke a streak of episodes opening with the same joke where I went... Well, the, the joke was what I can now describe as series blah, 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 episode blah, 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 blah. So it was a very deadpan thing, and I changed it to the biggest piece of shit I've ever had the misfortune to watch. I think that was the wording. Yeah. And it was the biggest piece of shit I've ever <laughs> had to watch. It was pretty bad. Now... We've just watched Boy Meets World, Series 3, Episode 13. Episode called New Friends and Old, and featuring Leon White, Big Van Vader. I believe this could have been the second biggest piece of shit that we've watched. You know what? This episode was nothing on that last one. <laughs> this was a masterpiece in comparison. Just think, just think back. Robert. Just think back to how <laughs> sentimental and horrible the last Boy Meets World was that we reviewed. Do you remember? Do you remember? Yeah, <sighs> it was awful. This was crap. Don't get me wrong. This <laughs> this was crap, but the other one was the shits. So yeah, we we've gone up. We've gone up. We've gone from a um, negative five stars to a dud. So what about where would it? This one be on the um, Bristol Stool Chart. The what, sorry? Have you never heard of the Bristol stool chart? Is, is this the is, one that shows you the shapes of poos? Yes. And sizes? <laughs> yes. And you can measure them? I don't yeah, know. it goes from one to six, from um, little plops to <laughs> like a sausage to like a dry sausage to a puddle, basically. <laughs> so what? The pud- is the puddle... Where does the puddle rest? That's number six. So the puddle's higher than, than the big sausage? Yeah, yeah. So, so essentially, it, what's... what it, Kind of reaches its, you're its aim, mass. You're aiming for three to four. Of what? On the Bristol stool chat. <laughs> I want to see this now. <laughs> uh, to be honest, we should study the Bristol stool charts. And I think that would probably be better than what we've just watched. So, What I noticed to start with is last time I watched this, it had a, had a really kind of soppy, sentimental kind of um, Falco Harmony song opening it. This one didn't. So that's a thumbs up. Yes. It was a very, very short, little kind of, I don't know, 20 seconds of music, if that. Something like that. Had a... Uh, Completely nondescript. Yeah, slow motion, kind of shaky cam images of the... 90s graphics. Yeah, it was very 90s. It was great. So that was, that was a thumbs up. I'm glad that happened. The episode opens and you've got... And I knew this from last time. The kids were called Sean and Corey. Yeah, I remembered. Um, they were in the head teacher's office. How were the dress coming? Like cheerleaders. Yes. Yes, they were. Yes, they were. And um, you never find out why, uh, unless I miss something. There. You do find out why. Oh, you do later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but you don't at that point. No. Well, they're a bit worried that they're dressed as cheerleaders. That's the gimmick, isn't it? They, I was a bit worried that they were dressed like cheerleaders. You were just worried about how arousing you found it. These, uh... I was not worried about that, John. <laughs> so, yeah, so they, they were worried about being seen. They were in school, wearing skirts, cheerleader outfits. 
They were, they were glad that everybody was in class, weren't they? Mm. And then the bell rings and everybody comes out of class. And everyone goes, ooh. Did you see that coming? No, I didn't see that coming at all. I didn't think that making a big deal of the fact that there was no one around to see them <laughs> and then making it so that everybody would see them would have featured into that. So, no, that was great. It was that, a good swerve, wasn't it? It wasn't really a swerve, was it? It was yeah. just <laughs> obvious writing. Yeah, the can laughter machine went a bit bit mental at that point. So, so that was good. No, I think they have an actual studio audience. Yeah, either way. For people to whoop when somebody walks in. Either way, somebody found it funny. And uh wasn't us, unfortunately. But uh, there we go. This is where we're introduced to Topanga. She has absolutely nothing to do with the rest of this episode. But uh, she featured quite heavily in the other one. And she has an amusing name. Her name is Topanga. Which sounds like Tabanga, which is a bit of a euphemism for sexual intercourse. But I think at this point, it's... Uh, I know it's an American high school thing, so she's probably about 35 when she did this, but I think her character's meant to be about 14, so you're a paedophile. Um, Why? Because I'm nearly 35 and I thought she was dead fit. So you're, okay. dig, you're digging a hole here. You're <laughs> digging a hole. So the trouble is, I know you're not joking, so... Uh, yeah. The lads, have they've been laughed at. Then it cuts back to the head teacher's office. Yes. And who's there? Who's there dressed in his suit and tie? It would be Big Van Vader. Or Mr. Stickino. Stickino. Mr. Stickino. Mr. Stickino. Sticky? No? <laughs> it ended up that his son, called Frank, he was called Frank. He was mm. Francis Stickino. That was his real name. But it's not really. And his son was called Frank as well. And his son was played by Randy off of the um, My Name is Earl. Except, and this is weird, he was fatter and looked a bit older. He was a bit on the round side of things, wasn't he? He was certainly rotund. So it ends up that this Frank guy, he's known around the school as Frank the Enforcer. He's a bit of a school bully. Mm. And he'd been called into the head's office because him and his friend Joey the Rat had burned Sean and Corey's clothing. Yes. And made them wear cheerleader suits, costumes, outfits. I don't know what the terminology is. Some sort of clobber. He was getting in trouble for that. Joey the Rat got suspended, but um, little Francis did not get suspended. And the advice given to him by the head was to get some new friends. Probably good advice. I wonder if that will play into the story. Do you remember what the name of this episode was? I really don't. It was called New Friends and Old. Right. Yeah. Oh, I get it now. Just just don't spoil it for everyone. <laughs> they spoiled it themselves, didn't they, by writing this to me? Yeah. Honest, but uh, there we go. Vader cuts a promo on his son by saying that he's something like, what is it, 15-time world champion? 11-time 11, 11 world 11 champion. 11-time world champion. And he, he says that he's going to straighten up and fly right and all the other cliches. And then um, they shake hands with the headmaster and walk out. But as the two big ones leave... What happens, John? We see a basically. I think it's it's Frank's mum, Mrs. Stickingo. Miss Miss. Well, you assume she was never named. No, but let's let's assume that she's okay. Mrs. They might be living in sin, you know. They might be, but in but, America, well, I don't know. Um, and she was very short and was hiding behind them. That was a good joke. It was. That made me actually chuckle. It made me chuckle too. So, this has. Scored 
more laughs than the previous episode of uh, Boy Meets World that we watched. All in all, it has succeeded as a comedy where the previous episode didn't. And with that, good night, listeners. <laughs> um, sure. uh, Francis Stickingo um, wants to beat up children, the ones who ratted on Joey the Rat. So he kind of threatens Sean and Corey, and um, this is where they have the great idea of of talking Frank into becoming their friend. Mm. Coin- is that a coincidence? He They suggest that after he's been told that he should get new friends. Where is did it? that come in? That's a, that's a bit of a coincidence, don't you think? It is, rather. Yeah. Maybe they were listening in on the headmaster's meeting. I don't know. But Frank's really taken aback by this. He says, oh, yeah, we can go to poetry. And he gives him a big hug. And what is it? I think it's Sean or Corey, one of them two. He's, he's a bit kind of put out by could be by the idea of poetry. But then he starts backpedalling because he looks at Frank and he's, he's quite intimidated by him. Then he backpedals and says, uh, oh, I thought you meant liver. I thought you meant liver. Big laugh. That was hilarious. Yeah. See, so it's these size. Just, yeah. <laughs> we need to watch stuff that's more uplifting for you. Just, <laughs> just think back to the last thing we reviewed, Colin. Problem child. Look, a dress. <laughs> Look, a fist. Brilliant. And before that, we had the running man. Yeah, well. so just think back to those and, and just grin and bear it, get through this. <laughs> Lie back and think of England, it'll be fine. <laughs> We're doing this as a service to the listeners. We watch it so they don't have to. I don't know how that flies. I mean, no, you, no one has to watch this or review it, to be honest. But uh... but they do need to listen to us, and so do all their friends. <laughs> And send us their money as well for this. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how that's going to work. Have you got a PayPal or something? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, Corey lives with this bloke called John, who's got a bit of a doctor kind of mullet and a nineties TV doctor kind yeah. of haircut, like um, the like the one from um, that episode of Baywatch that we reviewed. Oh, doc, was it Doctor Dan? Sexy Dan. Sexy Doctor Dan. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was the second episode we reviewed, Colin. This is a, that was a while ago now. Um, and uh, it feels just so recent with how good that was compared to this. <laughs> what is it? Oh, yeah, so it, it's him and this bloke called Eli. They're standing over a phone, um, what they're called, an answer phone. Yeah? Yes. It's like, I don't know, it's like a machine that's a bit like a voicemail. But instead of it being on your phone, it's like in a box. It has a tape as well. Do you remember when you used to play computer games off tapes? I don't remember that. Is it? Oh, you just wear your Spectrum t-shirt because you're a big fat hipster. Exactly. Exactly. It goes with my beard and my, um, <laughs> I don't know, whatever else. Single geared bike. Yeah, and my vinyl collection. <laughs> and all, all my DVDs that I've had uh, transferred to VHS. Oh yeah, there's the voice message left by um, the woman. Yeah. Who? Melanie. No, he's not John. Called he's called John. He's called John, and we get a um, a nice bit of exposition, a nice kind of fact on that he used to be a um, a rich kid. Yes, he was raised as basically a bit of a trust fund kid. He's basically the um, the girl out of Common People. I think is the gimmick of this. He wanted to go and not be rich and be a teacher, and he's a teacher who lives with a teenage boy for some reason. Don't understand it. Don't understand their relationship. Um, Don't want to. Why do they live together? It's not his dad, is it? It's Why do they live together, Colin? 
I don't. What's a what's a, a rich older man doing living with a teenage boy? This John guy he gets an answer phone message from his ex girlfriend, who I think she's a bit of like the one who got away. What was it John says? He goes, you know those three words, the hardest words to say to a woman, I love you, and then Corey goes, oh you must be hormonal. <laughs> It was good, wasn't it? Why aren't you laughing, Colin? Why didn't you laugh at that? I laughed when um, I heard it the first time. Studio audience were really laughing at that. That's because they've got vibrating seats that they vibrate as soon as a button's pressed. Do you reckon it's like that social pressure thing? Yeah. Where, you know, when we watched that episode of Friends and there was loads and loads of people in the live studio audience laughing and they were laughing at kind of almost mutters and things, you know what I mean? The slightest thing, there was a few people going, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There must, there must just be pressure or, or something. A bit kind like of, when people watch live at the Apollo. Yeah, or something like pump through the air vents or, you know, something because like that. Because they know that when the comedian tells a joke, the camera might just be on them and they need to laugh. That's true. Although, I think I honestly think that if I was at the Apollo and the camera was on me, I'd, I'd try my best not to laugh. I'd try and look, just look really disappointed. But you won't know that the camera's on you till after. Well, I'd just spend the whole night just looking really disappointed, slowly just shaking my head. And tutting. Looking at the... No, because I, I wouldn't want to come across as too like, oh, I don't get it because it's opinionated. I want I want to have the expression of, this is boring, this is dull. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to look offended. I don't want to look like it's got to me. I don't know why I'm even thinking this through because I'm, I'm never going to be invited. I've got no inclination or desire to go. <laughs> Let's not do that. Let's... we'll make an agreement never to go home watch live at the Apollo well you never know next we get Frank and he's walked I think it was Corey maybe I I think I'm I'm, everyone's Corey in this I think the the lad who made the let's just call him Corey Wong and Corey no no I I actually think that the lad who lives with John the is he the one with the floppy fringe Oh, is it the one who looks like Mark Zuckerberg? Yes, yes. So the one who looks like Mark Zuckerberg is Sean. I hate the fact that I know what Mark Zuckerberg looks like. Isn't he Tom off the MySpace? No, that's Justin Timberlake. Right. Ah, poor Justin Timberlake. It's like, yeah, do you want to invest in this? Oh, MySpace, yeah, yeah, that was great. Mm -hmm. Solo Justin Timberlake. I wonder what he thought when he bought that. He thought he was going to revive it. Yeah. (laughs) $20 million he paid for it. Really? At one point it was valued at something like half a billion. Wow. And people think that Facebook and Instagram is going to last forever. It's all fickle, Colin. It's all fickle. <laughs> we keep really going on tangents here. <laughs> it's obviously that the uh, the show's just not engaging enough for us. So, yeah, so we, we get Frank. He's walked Corey home. And um, Corey... He's a bit kind of, oh, he's followed me all the way home on his bike. He's a bit weird. He, go, he goes, oh, thank, thank you for walking me home. That's very kind of you. And then Frank follows him into his house. No, he goes in before him. That's so he goes in before him. Yeah. All right. And then he asks um, Corey's mum, I assume, uh, if he could, if Frank, if Corey can stay the weekend at Frank's house or stay the night at Frank's house. Stay, stay the night. Then Corey's um, brother says, oh, why, do, why don't you keep him for the whole weekend? I think it's a holiday on Monday or something. Yeah. And Claire informed me that he was, the brother was in Party of Five and the Wonder Years. Is that impressive? Does that count as research? 
I think it does it well. She she's also the one who pointed out the my name is Earl thing. I didn't see it at first, and then as soon as she pointed it out, it was just like, my God, it is. Next we get Melanie going to see John, mm. and she she goes into his flat or house, wherever it is, and says, "Oh, this is a nice flat. It's like mine." I think it's an apartment because it's American. Right. Okay. Um, so what's the difference? I don't know. Is there a difference? Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a flat is where um, poor people live. An apartment is where not poor people live. Right. But in terms of like architecture and, and yeah, it's... Is yeah, it... it's about the same. Okay, yeah. It's just, uh, yeah, quite quite a bit more difference in price. Mm. Mm. Good, good. And what's the, what's the condo then? Is that is that something else? I think that's like a bigger version. Right. And a, and a duplex? Sorry, I'm getting... A yeah. duplex is ah, one with two floors. That's oh, so like a masonette. Yeah, like a masonette. Right, okay. I understand now. So Mason, not mason. Whatever, whatever, I don't care. Mason would be the French word for house. I don't speak French. So, yeah, so we've got Melanie round... She seems a bit more down to earth than she's been built up to be. She's been built up to be this kind of rich girl. Yeah. And it ends up that she's not a kind of snobby. Have you ever heard that song by Pope that you alluded to a few minutes ago? Which one? The Common People. The Common People. So they're, they're both the Common People. They are. So Only she's. You'll find out later on that she's still driving her BMW because a girl's got to get around. Ha <laughs> ha Next, we get Sean and Corey in a bar. Well, it's, I think it's a cafe, but it looks a bit like a pub. It basically. does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. And um, they realise that all the little kids, all the seventh graders, which I assume is probably about 11 years old kind of age, yeah, they're afraid of um, Frank, Frank the Enforcer. So, first revelation of the show, which is full of revelations. Bullying is fun. Yes, yes. <laughs> Bullying is fun. So the... Um, yeah, Sean and Corey kind of exploit the fact that they're mates with Frankie and um, they end up doing things like getting the kids to do their dry cleaning and stuff. It's like, I found that quite funny, to be honest. I thought, ha, 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 what, what are these 13-year-old kids doing with dry cleaning? Brilliant. Yeah. Mm. Who, who does dry cleaning? Do you know what I mean? I think I've done dry cleaning about three or four times in my entire life and that's just been for, like, weddings and I've got to do my suit. So it won't go through the wash again or whatever. It goes a bit funny if you do that. So, yeah, just have stinky suits for uh, months on end. That's what deodorant's for. These kids keep going up to Frankie and giving them bits of turkey. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why. They, they seem to be, like, bribing him with bits of turkey. And he seems to just sort of shrug it off. Yeah, he's just like, oh, yeah, that seems like an acceptable thing to accept turkey from younger children. That's normal. That's something that happens. Then we cut back to John and Melanie, and they're in a cafe together, a different cafe, and there's no kids giving them turkey, so that's a bit rubbish. Yeah, I'd ask for their money back if I would have. They were drinking this um, red stuff out of a wine glass. It looked like Ribena to me. It it looked either like Ribena or kosher wine. Either way, it was too sweet and and horrible. It tastes the same, to be honest. Yeah, so... um, she she started her own business. Mm. She started a bookshop. A bookshop. Yeah. It's not the worst business in the world. 
Well, I don't know. Maybe in in the nineties, people used to read books. You know, nineteen ninety six. What's that? That's that's when the um, you know, there was no Wikipedia then. There was no Kindles. There was no. Um... I'm going to edit the Wikipedia record to say that it was around in nineteen ninety six, just to prove you wrong. Well, we'll have one of those. Tw- well, what they're called Wikipedia battles. Uh, <laughs> one of those edit wars. Yeah. So she she kind of says that she. She, I don't know, she, she wants to get with him but doesn't really say it full on and I think she wants to kind of show what John's missing out on. Is that a fair assessment? No, probably. You weren't paying attention, were you? You'd, you'd drifted off by this point, I think. My um, eyes had glazed over. <laughs> in, in the next bit we get Sean and Corey again and they've become more bully. They're yeah, more bully. Is that more but, bullies? I mean, one of the good bullies. things about this though is when um you have little Frank, his uh, he has a really good mode of speak. He he speaks in a really poetic way. I described mm. him as like the Dombot from Futurama. He yeah. just uses he has great use of words for for his character. But that was. That was the only good thing about this programme. Yeah. So, what is it? Sean, Sean and Curry are kind of getting more and more cocky with the fact that they're friends with Frank. Yeah. And um, they're continuing their child exploitation, getting them to give, bring them food and do their cleaning and stuff. Frank has a revelation, stands up and leaves the room and walks into the headmaster who um, knows what he's thinking and encourages him to find his own path. Yeah, he he does say before he leaves, I want to be alone to reflect. And so he goes straight to someone else to have a conversation. <laughs> um, <laughs> Didn't notice that at the time, but uh, you're right. Yeah, so um, he thinks that no one actually likes him. And um, yeah, he does. He confides in the head and the head goes, everybody wants to be liked. Even you? He says, yes, but don't tell the, the other students. Because I think he says something like it would destroy the fabric of the universe or something. He said it would cause chaos. Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and then it cuts back to John in his apartment. And John staying single. He's decided that he doesn't want to be with Melanie. But Why? he had a wonderful night. Why? Can't remember. There's no explanation. That's why. All oh, right. Just okay. yeah. So I didn't just drift off. No, no, no. There was no explanation. It's just like, yes, I'm going to stay single. So this attractive, down-to-earth lady who drives a nice BMW, who is very much, has a lot in common with him, seems to really like him. Why wouldn't he want to be with her? I don't know. But he, he, he does say, he does say to Sean, he says, um, when you're young, you sometimes miss... Who a person really is. Yeah. That was deep. It's like he's talking about Melanie, but unbeknownst to him, he's also talking about Frank. Oh, a lot of Frank. Yeah. And and something kind of clicks, I think, in Sean's mind. I think that's... I mean, it happens off camera. We don't see it. I'm, I'm jumping the gun here a bit. But I think that's what happens. Um, Next, we cut to... I don't know, just... A corridor somewhere. What is it? Sean has been asked to go there. Oh, to the meet one Corey. who, the one who, he, the bullying about with the child. Um, Corey is pushing his luck because he gives the child. He's what's he called? James or something? 
Oh. I don't know. He's, the child has some sort of generic name. Let's call him James. Hang on. No, no, no. You're missing, you're missing the, the bit before that. No, this, um, this plays into it. The person says his name. He says, mm, I don't like that. I'm going to call you something like Dances with Sweaters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so when um, this child pops out of the locker to confront them, he says, Dances, because he's still calling him that. Right, right. So, yeah, so Sean, Sean's gone there under false pretenses, um, thinking that Corey's going to meet him. But Corey's been called as well to meet Sean, and they go, this doesn't make sense. I didn't call you, and you didn't call me. And then, yeah. Dances pops out. Dances pops out. That's his new name now, Dances Pops Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dances says that he's not going to take any more of their poo, and you and what army, they say, and then an army of little shits come out to confront them. And then... What happens, John? He the, They mention Frank and they get scared. Yes, because he's there. Yeah. And the they then go, oh, you shouldn't be afraid of Frank. He's poetic and gentle. Take a good look at him and give him a real chance. And so they look at him he, and they go... Frank smiles and you see his teeth and one of them says, he's bearing his teeth wrong. Yeah. And then they all scatter. But um, at this point... The two new bullies have had their revelation because it's an American <clears throat> comedy. They need to have some sort, learn some sort of lesson before the end of the episode. Otherwise, nothing has happened. That's true. If they don't learn a lesson, then it's um, tw- 22 minutes wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Although, Joe... <laughs> you say that, Colin, but uh, yeah. They decide that they want to get to know the real Frankie, after all. Yeah, and they, they go... Shall we go and get some burgers? And they all hug and walk away. Arm in arm. And it's beautiful. Yeah. So they're going to be his real friend. That was it. For so. this episode and probably no other episode. Oh, we don't know. We'll have to watch more. Boy yes, John, world. you'll have to watch more. <laughs> I mean, in the episode that we watched, that was, I think, a few series after, I think it was some, maybe three series after, with Mick Foley in, this guy wasn't in it. And neither was Big Van Vader. So that was the end of the episode. But no. Oh, yeah. But with all American sitcoms, they have their, I suppose you call it your plenary. It's, it's such a contrived line. It's like just a setup of, oh, what time is your dad going to be defending his World Heavyweight Championship? And he storms in and he says, Vader time. Yeah. How does he say it, John? Like... Big Van Vader would say, yeah. Vader time. He's going around kind of barking and making weird noises. He looked awfully sweaty at this point. Yeah, he was, in, he was in his normal Vader ring gear. With his gimp mask. No, he wasn't. He didn't have his mask on. Oh, no. okay. Yeah. See, you weren't even paying attention. <laughs> you weren't even paying attention. I just noticed that he was extremely sweaty, but, you know, I missed one little thing like his gimp mask <laughs> and suddenly I'm not paying attention. Yeah. What, you just missed one little thing like his large face. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't even got a small face. He's, <laughs> he's a very big man with a very big face. You miss the mask. Oh, I hope he's miss... not listening to this. He's a scary man. What is it? That short woman who was yeah. there earlier said, Oh, Francis, you're not like this at the PTA meetings. And he goes all meek. But then he picks up Corey's brother. Yeah, because Corey's 
uh, Corey's brothers come to pick him up, yeah, or that's it, yeah. one of their brothers, and um, decides to confront little Francis, and then big Frank or Vader does the right thing in sticking up for his son who doesn't want to resort to violence and picks him up and gets him ready to do a body slam then it fades to black. I'm, I'm hoping he put him down nicely. What, with a warning? And the, and the fleeing is here. That's that. Mm. <laughs> Did I, I, put it, I put it as a five on the Bristol stool chair. <laughs> it's not quite the six, but it is certainly very soft and squishy. Yeah. As, as I say... Um, Claire was sat next to us while we were watching this one. She usually um, buggers off when we watch most of our things, but she was watching along and doing research. And um, she told me that this episode got something like a 7.3 out of 10 on the Internet Movie Database. Yes. Reviewed by 67 people. (laughs) Yeah, 67 people had reviewed this and thought, this is better than average. Yeah, Mm. this is a lot better than average. So this was this was the would have been what the mean average. I'm assuming there'll be some people who thought it was rubbish like us, who'd give it a you know two out of ten. Or yes. What, what did you say? A number four on the stool scale. Five, five on five the out. stool chart. Yeah. So what would that be on a ten scale? That would be like maybe a two or three, wouldn't it? Yeah. So there's going to be people rating it two or three. So there's got to be some people on that going. You know what? This show's brilliant. <laughs> this this was a ten, or or a nine. You know, or a three on the Bristol, Bristol stool chair. <laughs> 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 uh, so it's not. I mean, it got a seven. A seven is like what a, a three and a half stars. Yeah, that's no, no, no way. It's like when you see Amazon reviews, and they're like a four star generally means it's shit. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's oh, like, you get a one star because there's some problem with delivery or something. Yeah. And it just doesn't reflect anything but this. No. The no. the rating on this. I don't know. This is this is why you need Metacritic, goddammit. Oh Rotten Tomatoes is good as well. Yeah. But that's mainly for films, I think. Yeah. So I mean anyway, this this programme we've watched two episodes now. Yeah, so I I would give this one a solid two out of ten. Mm. It does have a whiff of number two about it. <laughs> Hey, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this is yeah. No, it does, and it it wasn't very good. Uh, Vader was entertaining. I mean, this is about wrestlers acting, and we did see a wrestler act as well. Did he act at the start? Yeah, when he was being all polite and everything. He was wearing, basically he was talking and wearing a suit. Was was he in his singlet at the time? No, but uh, then he's acting. He was being a heel. He was being a modern-day heel in his suit. Oh, but yeah, I think he was being a heel in the Rusev sense of the word. Right. Well, anyway... He was sticking up for all that was just and right. <laughs> Do you want to see more Boy Meets World? Any more with wrestlers? I don't think there is. No. No? No. You're not tempted to... I mean, think of it like this. I think we've gone... We've probably gone down the Bristol Stool <laughs> from the later episodes. You know, that... First one we watched was definitely a, a big, a big old. Uh, I I've spent three days in India drinking nothing but the River Ganges water, <laughs> and my ass is feeling like a sandpaper. <laughs> so that is just an explosion of just the worst kind of disease-ridden diarrhea. Yeah. Right. This one you've you've admitted is what this a, one's slight food poisoning. 
So what, what's the number um, five? Is this is this a, b- a big dry dump? Was this one or no? This one is um, it's a big wet dump. But okay, it's a big wet dump that's got some substance to it. Right. So so yeah. So so just just um, I don't know a, a dodgy dodgy kebab kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But not too dodgy. Not water. No. Okay. So a a good splat. Yeah, or maybe having a curry that's too hot for you. Right. Okay. Followed by um, ten pints of. Some sort of lager or something. Yeah. What I'm what I'm thinking is, is the first series of this, will it will we be getting into just good solid mass, good fecal matter, the yeah. sausage like consistency. <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> with maybe a little bit of a split, like when you've um had your sausage in a frying pan and it breaks <laughs> open. <laughs> this episode. Ah. <laughs> why did I look up the Bristol stool chart? <laughs> why did why did you look up the Bristol stool chart? Why? What what possessed you? It's something out of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> How did you hear about it? Like where, where did this proper like where did this where did this plop out in conversation? Yeah. Hey. Go on. Oh. Where no. were you? Where were you? I was at home. Looking on Wikipedia. Right. And that is all I shall say. <laughs> I'm, I'm really intrigued. I had some issues and I wanted to make sure that my poo was all right. <laughs> there you go. The uh, listeners now know that I occasionally have bad poo. Uh, well, you know what? You, you know what you could have said? <laughs> you could have said, yeah, I clicked the random page button and that was it. I clicked the random page button and that was that. <laughs> As I say, no editing, Colin. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, You'd be editing it if I said, because I had a big red blood-ridden poo and I was scared. No, you wouldn't, would you? No. Was that on the chart? No, no. Oh, right. Well, there you go then. <laughs> um, so, God. <laughs> this is... Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. Everyone listening, all all three of you. I'm just so sorry. Three. Well, I'll be listening. You'll oh. you'll probably have a listen. I don't listen to no, it. Right, no. Two listeners. <laughs> right. Well, would you listen to? Oh, you just said you do. <laughs> well, I'll listen to it. You know, when I'm uh, sort sorting it out for 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 publication, when I'm editing it. You know, not yeah. that, not that I edit. Or <laughs> <laughs> do research. You know, that's. Uh, yeah, keep that gimmick going. Yeah. Um, but Boy Meets World, it was shit. <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah. And that's all we can say. We described it well enough using diagrams. Yeah. So what was it? The Bristol stool chart? Oh, yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm, I feel like I've been enlightened. I think the listeners have learned something. Um, remember, if you've enjoyed what you heard, if, if you're going to write a review on iTunes for us, and please do... Maybe listen to a couple of other episodes first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want people to think that this is just an education in how to measure poo um, or how to measure episodes of Boy Meets World <laughs> in relation to poo, which is what this has essentially been. So, yeah, we're on iTunes. You can subscribe. We're on Tuning Radio. You can listen on there. We're on Twitter, at WWA Podcast. Facebook, like us on that. We're on YouTube. You can find us on there. We've got the whenwrestlers.com website. 
so just get in touch. Let us know what we should review. This one was sent by someone on Twitter whose name I can't remember. So. Whose name I'm going to look up and um, cyber bully them. Yeah. Yeah. We should do. We should do. We should do. Yeah. So some this this is actually a listener recommended uh, episode. So there we go. Is that, is that the first one? No. Oh. No, no. There was another one. Um, Family Matters. There we go. The one I did with Dean a few weeks ago. Oh, that, okay. was, that was recommended. So we get, we're getting recommendations from listeners on things to watch and review. And I think they're doing it in a kind of um, sadomasochistic kind of mm. uh, bullying, cyberbullying kind yes. of way. So, but then it seems that there, there is some genuine love for this show. So it seemed that a lot of people had fond memories of this. I don't. It. No, neither do I. Um, I guess you had to be there. Even that, I mean, come on, this was this was bad. Mm. But yeah, the episode's over. Let's not go back. <laughs> yeah, let's not go back down the um, the stool chart. No, let's just get our pipes out and have a good smoke and um, study it in depth. Yeah, all subtext and all things like that. Yeah, away from the listeners. Until next time, <laughs> cheerio. Good night. The Bristol stool chart, John. <laughs> 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 um, that was an odd one. <laughs>